We sometimes curse in this podcast. We also sometimes talk about things that are inappropriate for certain ages. We encourage listener discretion. I don't like a five-year-old. Yeah. He sounds like a doucher. He is a doucher. <laughs> okay. We are not recording. Okay. Welcome to My Mom Hates to Read. Because I do. The podcast where my mom gives me a topic to research each week so that she doesn't have to read. My name is Savannah. And I'm Tamara. Um, so what's our topic this week, Mom? The Ouija board. Okay. Why did you choose the Ouija board? I didn't. (laughs) I chose the Ouija board (laughs) because I wanted a Halloween episode. So here you go. We're discussing the Ouija board. They scare the hell out of me. (laughs) You just have to make sure you say goodbye. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it closes the portal. Yeah, because that's real. Yep. The the porthole, like... Porthole? There's yeah. a lot of scary stories. Have you heard there. anybody's stories about like Ouija boards? So you're just what what makes you think they're scary? You know, I don't know that I've ever had anybody personally that has used a Ouija board. I think most people I'm friends with are like, no, it's no. scary. We used to play the game Light as a Feather. Do you ever do that one? You made us do yeah, that one. I Light did. as a feather, sip as a board. Everybody put your fingers under this girl. And then lift. <laughs> yeah. And, then and it fucking works. It does. It does. It does. It's a weird phenomenon. It's so weird. But with like me as a 12-year-old, I was pretty tiny, so easy to lift. Yeah, but we we lifted other people. Do you remember yeah. your dad's thing where somebody would sit in a chair and he would do this thing where he'd like, yeah. Yeah, like run, like take his hand and come down. It's like but hard up, to describe No, it. take your essence. Take your essence and then people would be able to lift up the chair but before doing is... that, they were too heavy to lift. Yeah. Yes. There's some weird shit out there. Ouija boards, I, I agree. They're weird and freak a bunch of people out. Well, they are. I mean, it's. I think it's easy. I've never actually played it. I'm not even sure I've actually seen one. It's just the movies that I've seen it. And What movie? You name your reference. Well, they've been in lots of different movies, yeah. but I can't name one. The Exorcist is one of them Ooh. that came up a bunch of oh. my research. But... No. It's interesting, and I don't really talk about this, like, in my research, but The Exorcist kind of was one of the things that changed people's opinions or perceptions of this. Of the Ouija board? Of the Ouija board. Well, yeah. You know, I'd only seen, like, the television version of the... Virgin? Well, pretty much. The version. (laughs) However, being on television, there were a lot of things that were cut out of it that I don't remember. And Mm -hmm. I remember renting it and your sister and she was watching it with her friends. And then it got to the place where it was like, she masturbates with the crucifix. Ew. Yes. I remember that. Do you remember that movie? Okay. We've watched, I remember the first time I watched that movie, I watched it with you and she leaves the windows open so it's freezing and you were like if I came into your guys's rooms and you had done that I'd walk right back out <laughs> and I was like there's Thanks, my mom, mom. <laughs> she's <Thanks>. very caring <laughs> she, she has her back I'll be like you yeah, no, when it comes out. to supernatural stuff she's out yeah. anything else sure she's your ride or die but that's uh-huh. supernatural stuff now but it also looks like when it's I think there's some question about like the possibility that somebody else could be actually moving. manipulating it. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Anyway, so this is uh, the history of the Ouija board is pretty convoluted. Um, so it's a trademark of Hasbro, um, a toy company. They took How do you over think that sale pitch went. Okay, so we'll get into it. It's pretty interesting. (laughs) Yeah, the history of it. So, I mean, basically, 
I'm not going to go into spiritualism too much, but have you ever heard of spiritualism? It started in Europe and then it came to the United States around 1840, like in the 1840s. It got super popular for a few different reasons, but I'll touch on it a little Um, spiritualism basically is like the beginning of trying to connect with like the other side. When was that that it became popular? Around the 1840s. Okay. So, um, I think spiritualism actually deserves its own episode because it's very interesting and a lot of women are at the forefront of it. And I think it'd be very interesting to research because it was like huge in like the 40s and continued on through the 60s and is just a very interesting topic and has a lot of mediums. And yeah, so. um, Is that kind of the birth of seances? Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So in relation to spiritualism, it seems like the Ouija board specifically became like pop culture in the United States. So a lot of spiritualists in history like just kind of dismiss it but talking boards which is what the Ouija board is like what is popular but it originated as like talking boards where you know it's like letters just like the Ouija board is set up and then you have like this um planchet the wooden glass thing that would help you spell out things um so as spiritualism was developing people believed that humans could find ways of communicating with souls or spirits on the other side this idea was with the the understanding that humans have a limit to receiving communication while spirits and souls that are not part of this realm have limits in communicating. So when spiritualism started, so many spiritualists and med- or like mediums would translate tapping so like knocking and tapping so they would ha- be having seances and they would do like you know, like the tappings and they would, this is kind of related to the time when this got popularized. And this is mainly in the United States. Like my research is mainly in the United States. So this was popularized because like telegraphs that in 1840s, that was the first telegraph was sent and they used Morse code. Um, and so that, that popularized that method of communicating. Um, but then they needed basically an easier way to do this communication. So talking boards. Um, there is not much known about Ouija boards, though. Or sorry. Okay, so Ouija is spelled O-U-I-J-A. And a lot of people think that's like French we and German ya, like we ya, but it's Ouija. So I'll get into that in a second. So I have like kind of a timeline. 1840s spiritualism became popularized by two twin females in New York who were mediums that could recognize tapping from spirits like we're talking about. By the 1860s, spiritualism increases in popularity due to the loss of loved ones during the Civil War. In 1890, talking boards became popular among spiritualists in Ohio. Then essentially capitalism takes over and talking boards are commercialized with the Ouija board um, for family fun. So basically this guy, he found out that like a group of spiritualists in Ohio were using a talking board and he was like, okay, I can make these. And so he hired, I think like a coffin builder or something to make a few products and then he took it to patent it, but he got to a other men to basically open this store with him like one was an attorney and just yeah so this is apparently how the Ouija board that we know it got its name so one of the guys that was starting this company his sister-in-law used a board of this style so Contrary to popular belief, Ouija is not a combination of the French for yes, we, and the German ya, Merch, who is, he's like a historian, basically, of the Ouija board. Merch says, based on his research, it was Bond's sister-in-law, so one of the guys that um, was starting this company, Bond's sister-in-law, Helen Peters, um, who Bond said was a strong medium, supplied the now instantly recognizable handles. 
sitting around the table, they asked the board what they should call it. The name Ouija came through, and when they asked what that meant, the board replied, good luck. Peters acknowledged that she was wearing a locket bearing the picture of a woman, the name Ouija above her head. That's a story that emerged from the Ouija founder's letters. It is very possible that the woman in the locket was famous author and popular women's rights activist Ouija, whom Peters admired, and that Ouija, or Ouija, was just a misreading of that. So, where the name came from was a little bit convoluted. So, in 1891, they went to get the Ouija board patented. And they took it to like the patent office um, and the main patent off- officer basically said, you have to prove to me that this works and then you can get your patent. So he brought in his other cohorts and brought in the board and they supposedly didn't know this guy's name. And he said, if it can spell out my name, you'll get the patent. And so they all practiced it and it spelled out his name. They practiced it. Or they all did it. They all did the Ouija board. (laughs) They did it. The way you said practice it, I didn't know if they were like in conspiracy. It says, they all sat down, communed with the spirits, and the planchette faithfully spelled out the patent officer's name. Whether Whether or not it was mystical spirits or the fact that Bond, as a patent attorney, may have just known the man's name, well, that's unclear, Merch says. That guy again. But on February 10th, 1891, a white-faced and visibly shaken patent officer awarded Bond a patent for his new toy or game, quote unquote. Lovely. <laughs> yeah. He... Hence set the evil spirits to roam the world. Yonder. One article I read describes the popularity of the Ouija board rising during the departure from a largely Protestant United States to a more evangelical and like openness to practice other religions um, and like evangelical because like the spiritual and, and yeah. This evangelical a lot of times they will speak in tongues. Yeah. Or, yeah. Is that true? Well, that they speak in tongues? Yeah. They do. I, there are Christian churches where they speak in tongues, or and that's the, their way of letting the spirits speak through them. People are going to be really annoyed by this background noise. We have three dogs right now because I brought my two dogs like a big dummy. So, oh, this is so interesting. Okay, this is a little bit history, a little bit of history on the Ouija board. So when the talking board was invented during Victorian times, it broke a lot of rules at a time where you weren't supposed to be alone with people of the opposite sex and people weren't supposed to be touching. The Ouija board was built so that you put it on your knees and your fingers would touch. So this was the ultimate date game. The original directions would say that for best results, use with two people, ladle lady and gentleman preferred that's why men wanted to buy it for women that's a quote (laughs) this shit made a fuck ton of money in the united states at one point even selling more games than monopoly really yeah so this happened in the 1960s actually so a long century from when it was like the most popular it was a way for people during the vietnam war to find a different way of communicating because they would write letters and not hear response so they wanted to see by using a Ouija board if their loved one was still alive. It's kind of sad. But during that time, it sold more than Monopoly. So um, one particular person has become the only expert historian and also like collector of Ouija boards. And he was cited or directly quoted in nearly every article I read. And by the way, I tried to read scholarly articles on this subject and they were so like convoluted and heavy. And I was just, I got through about a couple pages of one before I was like, no, this is too much. And then the second one was a lot as well. So it's really looking into like the psychology of Ouija boards and people participating in Ouija boards and spiritualism. And it was just, it was a lot. So, but, and then there's like this one person that's like, he, he owns. So like his all- name's Robert Merch, and he got really curious in 1992 about Ouija boards and was like, <laughs> this thing is huge and it's been huge since the 1840s and we have like no record of it. And he's like from Colorado and he was like, I want to know more. So he started looking into archival 
medical records and interviewed family members or, or those still living, which I don't think anybody was, but like ancestors of the original company that created the Ouija board to find out how it was created and where they got the idea. And it was from the 1890s when it was really popular in Ohio. And they're like, okay, let's do this. I read an article from the Smithsonian, you know, like that museum, where is it, in D.C. or something? I don't remember. Um, And so the Ouija board has fascinated scientists and scholars in many ways, but there's like two that really stand out to me. So first, there's something called the ediomotor effect, which is basically like involuntary motor movements. So if you have your hands on the planchet, I think that's how you say it. Plan shit? Plain shit? Uh, Plain shit. Lord. (laughs) (laughs) So you have your hands and you think it moved, but you're having basically like a muscle spasm. And so you're like, I didn't do that. But it's like you're... It probably was you because your muscle spasm didn't move it. So they were kind of, some of them have kind of studied like this phenomenon. You basically, one of them was like, you either rely on the trust of others, like I'm trusting you not to influence this board. And but they basically, I mean, but they're spelling out stuff like they're communicating within like their language. So yeah, so it's like, so you have these involuntary movements that also point to letters that specifically spell out a thing or whatever, or like, then somebody starts directing it. I don't know. I that was like the beginning of that really convoluted article that I was like, meh not interested. It's (laughs) too much. Um, I like to think of it in a more spooky explanation as like that part of your brain that has like the motor skills, maybe it can be influenced by spirits. And that's where the involuntary movement comes from is that that's when you're like, your brain is engaged, perhaps with like a soul or spirit and causes that movement. And so there you go. That's where the thing gets spelled off. If you can trust everybody in your circle that's around the Ouija board, that's that they're not moving it. Right. Maybe that's why. Um, Another focus comes from a group of three doctoral and postdoctoral level scientists and engineers. And this was just a few years ago that they were more interested in what your unconscious mind does. So basically these this group of people think they might have been professors because this happened, this like idea was birthed at a Halloween party uh, on campus or like at a university. So they went to a Halloween party and they were trying to explain to some foreign exchange students like how a Ouija board worked. And they they stayed up until like the wee hours of the morning, just like freaked out playing it. I love this article because they were like, once the hangover wore off, one of the guys was like, <laughs> we should do a study on this just to see what your unconscious mind knows or whatever. So they did it. So their initial experiments involved a Ouija E.G. playing robot. Participants were told that they were playing with a person in another room via teleconferencing. The robot, they were told, mimicked the movements of the other person. In actuality, the robot's movements simply amplified the participants' motions. So like if they're moving it, the robot amplifies it. So if they just do a little movement, the robot will be like, Hmm. you can't see me, but I made that noise and moved my hands. (laughs) Yeah, so, so interesting. Yeah, so the robot's movements simply amplified the participants' motions, and the person in the other room was just a ruse, a way to get the participants to think they weren't in control. So it eliminated that power dynamic. So participants were asked a series of yes or no fact-based questions. Is Buenos Aires the capital of Brazil? Were the 2000 Olympic Games held in Sydney? And expected to use the Ouija board to answer. When participants were asked, verbally to guess the answers to the best of their ability, they were right only around 50% of the time, a typical result for guessing. But when they answered using the board, believing that the answers were coming from someplace else, they answered correctly upwards of 65% of the time. Quote, it was so dramatic how much better they did on these questions than if they answered to the best of their ability that we were like, this is just weird. How could they be that much better? recalls Fells, which is one of the guys. It was so dramatic we couldn't believe it. The implication was Fells' 
Fells explained that one's non-conscious was a lot smarter than anyone knew. So that was an experiment done by the Ouija board. Well, that's weird. It is. So I think we should all be unconscious when we take tests. Yeah, for real, right? Hi, can you just knock me out or just put me into hypnosis and I'll, I will ace it. Right. Yeah. You think our consciousness just stands in the way of our ability? You start overthinking, right? It's the same when you're taking a test. Yeah. You just overthink everything. So when you allow your mind to get rid of that and just give what you know. It's like one of those things. I I hate uh, multiple choice. I never did well on multiple choice. Mm -hmm. It's always those situations where you're like, okay, well, I know what I think it's this one, but I thought maybe last time, yeah. <laughs> so it's probably this one. Maybe or, it's this one. This could be taken in so many different ways. Have that word that you constantly spell wrong, mm-hmm. and then when you actually spell it right, you're thinking, no, this this is how I always spell it wrong. Yeah, so restaurant. <laughs> yeah. For like some reason, word. I can never spell a restaurant. What the fuck? Basically, the Ouija board was popularized because it's spooky but for also like kind of sad reasons where people just wanted to connect with people that they lost and like one of the articles I read was especially during the civil war they were losing family members that they would never find the body of so there was no closure really so this was kind of an alternative So I'm just going to explain just a brief description. Um, This is a quote. It's a a Ouija board. It's a flat board with the letters of the alphabet arrayed in two semicircles above the numbers 0 through 9. The word yes and no in the uppermost corners. Goodbye at the bottom. Accompanied by a planchet, a teardropped, a teardrop-shaped device, usually with a small window in the body, used to maneuver about the board. The idea was that two or more people would sit around the board, place their fingertips on the planchet, pose a question, and watch dumbfounded as the planchet moved from letter to letter, spelling out the answers seemingly of its own accord. The biggest difference is in the materials. So they used to be wood boards and other cardboard and the planchet is plastic so i did look up some rules really but first i did find the blog by spooky mom (laughs) (laughs) and she created her own rules and i just want to read them because they're great so spooky mom spooky mom she writes a blog so don't use it alone use it in a dark and quiet place Don't use it in a graveyard. You can ask anything, but be aware that whatever you are communicating with can tell you whatever they want. Answers are not guaranteed. If we're thinking that we're really communicating with spirits, like maybe they have their own story to tell and they're not interested in answering your questions. So you can ask questions, but they might not get answered. That's fair. Yeah. So remember your P's and Q's. So she basically said, remember to get an introduction, find out who you're actually talking to. So my advice would be if you're going to do it, don't just assume that you're talking to a spirit and that spirit comes forward. Don't go in there like saying out loud the name because something could pose as that person and come in, you know. So just go in there. Maybe you want to talk to this person, but find out first if somebody answers or if something answers who you're talking to, because you don't want to open the door for like demons. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So remember your P's and Q's introductions are important. Only the leader can ask questions. Um, Try to record your answers. So like designate somebody to record whatever is said. Um, Always end the session by saying goodbye. Close that fucking porthole. Close it. Yeah, close the portal. Listen to your gut. If you don't like who you are talking to, sign the fuck off. Be like, okay, bye. Um, But then I also downloaded the game rules. I think that'll be educating. (laughs) Uh, If you don't have a real Ouija board from Target. (laughs) Does that really say that? Yeah, from Target. Cut a piece of <laughs> cut a piece paper? of cardboard and write out the pattern with Sharpie. We should do this. No. <laughs> For your planchet, use a small glass cup that's easy to read letters through, Mom. <laughs> <You have> to- 
Do it. Are you serious? Yeah, do research online because you and your friends are sophomores in high school and don't know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what it's. Don't. Did you get this? Oh my god, I have no idea. Brought to you by Ellie Pearsall. Okay. So these are not the official rules. <laughs> This is like somebody like, hey. Is this Target? Maybe they created. Okay, wait, listen, this gets better. Don't let your friend Raina show you YouTube videos <laughs> of Ouija-ing gone wrong. They're all fake. Uh, Star. However, they have Hollywood horror movie level editing and should be admired for that. The fake black shadows and corners and shifty camera angles are top notch. <laughs> Okay, I thought this is the original rules, but this is better. Yeah, (laughs) do find prayers online that have something to do with inviting benevolent spirits into your space. Okay, this is interesting because some people thought that this this level of spiritualism, though they were still probably religious, having seances was like a spiritual thing. Like they would be okay with not going to that dog is so cute with the toy in its mouth. Um, they would be like, Okay, I don't have to go to church because they just did this like religious thing where I So they'd have a seance and they're like, I'm good. Yeah. I don't need to go this Saturday night. Let's seance it up and then I don't have to go to church. I just touched the Lord through his companions, <laughs> through his angels. I don't know. Okay. Even though you are a sophomore in high school and feel like you're 10 feet tall and bulletproof, parentheses, as your mother would say, you're not and need to be, oh, need to take precautions. That was weird. If you sense there is a malevolent spirit with you, say goodbye and flip the planchet. Planchet. It might feel like goosebumps, chills, someone else around you that's not there, cold gusts of air in an otherwise warm room, or hearing voices. I have told you my ghost story, haven't I? Which one? The one in um, Soda Springs. Oh, tell it. Yes, you have. But I want to hear it again. So we were in Soda Springs, Idaho, and we were eating at a restaurant, and we got done. We had a little bit of time to kill. It was myself and a couple of my they're not necessarily co-workers, but my colleagues and I were at a place having lunch and we had some time to kill and the... Wait, where was it? In Soda Springs, Idaho. Soda Springs, Idaho. Anyway, um, the hotel that was attached to the restaurant, they had made into a museum. And so we're walking through the museum and we start, and and there are three of us. And one of my colleagues has gone down the hall. And so another colleague of mine is with me and his name is Joel. And so Joel and I start walking towards our other colleague that is named Joyce. And so as we're walking down the hall, I start hearing, like, it's just this ridiculous to me. Like I literally started hearing, and I'm thinking this is this is weird and so I say to Joyce I'm like Joyce are you making a sound and Joel's eyes get like huge and he turns to me and he's like I heard it too because he is like and at this point he's like freaked out because he never in his life believed in ghosts never had any experiences and so as um we're standing there and we're and Joyce is walking towards us you can like you can feel it it is cold you can feel just the every hair from the top of my head all the way down the back of my legs it was all down the back i could just feel it like you could just everything was just like every hair was standing on end and um and so joyce comes up and her eyes get really big and she's like i can feel it it's right here Oh, I have goosebumps. Joel, he had kind of walked away. And as he moves back towards us, you could kind of feel it move away. And (gasps) I was like, Joel, it's It's you. (laughs) Back off, Joel. And so we we make our way kind of back where we can really feel the strength of whatever this presence is. And it's in front of this room that has a lot of military paraphernalia Mm. that people have brought in. And you can hear this like tinging, like what you would either, you know, imagine that you hear from 
you know, the submarines, like you hear that pinging sound um, oh. off of movies. Oh. Um, but like it also radar, sounded, like sonar? No, like a like metal. Um, like something metal hitting. clinking, yeah, yeah, like a ping, yeah, like a clinking sound. And the other thing, it, it kind of it sounded like like if there was a flagpole outside, and the the clips from the flag would be hitting the metal oh. flagpole. And so, anyway, so we could really sense something right there. So we, when we left and went downstairs, Joyce went to the caretaker and said, "Hey." You know, have you had any reports of spiritual activity or people sensing anything? And he described the exact same place that we were when we had that experience. No shit. And when we went outside, there was absolutely no wind. There was nothing that, there was no flagpole. There wasn't anything that could have made that sound. So I'm imagining sort of like a basement museum was it no? No, we were actually on the second floor. Oh whoa! Yeah. So not like damp no. and. <laughs> it was just this old. It was an old hotel. Okay. That they changed into um, this museum. Otherwise, they were hotel room. They would have been hotel rooms back in the day. I don't know. I don't know how old the hotel was, but. Sorry for the background noise. <laughs> Luna decided she needed to come in here and clean herself, and then stretch out like a hot dog. <laughs> So she's in hot dog form. Nice. That is spooky as shit. I never remember it. And then you tell me and I'm like, that is creepy. It's so creepy. Well, it's interesting too, because um, Joyce, my friend Joyce? and colleague, <laughs> Joyce, <laughs> what are you doing at Joyce's house? Honey, what are you doing at Joyce's house? Mom, I'm on the phone. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> I but I think what was entertaining about that experience was the fact that Joel, you know, did not believe in any of that. And Joyce and I had kind of that kindred spirit where we are open to those things or have had experiences with just, I, just things in general. Um, but that's not, that was not on Joel's realm yeah. at all. He was like, oh my fucking God. He's like, he tells that story and he's like, I never believed in any type of spiritual spirits or afterlife or anything until that moment. That yeah. He's like, I hear it too. Oh, I got goosebumps <laughs> again. That is amazing. Okay. So. Yeah, so where you got this was, um, it might feel like goosebumps, chills, someone else around you that's not there, cold gusts of air in an otherwise warm room or hearing voices. If the spirit spells out the name, it's Z-O-Z-O, and I think it's Zuzu, um, say goodbye and flip the planchet. Because your house was built in the 1910s, you might talk to some really old spirits, some of whom cannot spell and might freak you out by trying to spell the name Zoe and go back and forth between Z and O. Even so, you didn't flip it over because you're an idiot and instead you corrected the spirit. <laughs> oh, this is not the official rules. No. <laughs> If the spirit goes through the entire alphabet or starts to count down through the numbers, say goodbye and flip the planchet. There's no explanation as to why. No. Well, you have to give it to Ellie because that looks like an official document. Yeah. Ellie. Oh. Yeah. See yeah. how she... Ellie Pearsall. See, she kind of made it look like it was... Uh, a logo. A logo, yeah. Okay. Do pick a leader in the group to ask ask the questions. It'll end up being your friend Eliza because Raina is too scared and you're too in awe of what's going on. Do pick someone to write down what the spirits say on a piece of paper so you can keep track of what's going on. Do light candles and or incense and turn out the lights to set the mood. I have a question about the whole, like, candle lighting. What about, like, battery-operated candles? They don't say. They don't say. Maybe that's fine. You're just setting the mood. I know. And my friend has some battery-operated ones that are actual really wax candles. They just don't have the wick, and they have, like, a battery in them. So they literally look like regular candles, and they're super cool. 
and, and then you she know, has a, on a timer so they like come on just as soon as uh, like it starts getting dark and it's that's amazing, it's amazing. who is They're this awesome diana so i'm sitting there one evening in her house and it's getting dark and then all of a sudden this candle's on and i'm like i that's like way up there i did not see you light that and then how did that happen they're on timer that's amazing do they melt no they don't melt do they smell no, they don't smell, oh, but they have like this little thing in them that's kind of floaty, so it makes it look like it's actually flickering. flickering. Wow, they're super cool. See, if your ghost is before two thousand, they're not gonna understand. They don't know. No, they're gonna think you're magic. Yeah, your candles just they're gonna lit be up. afraid of you. So yeah. really, do that. They're like, what the hell? That's our ultimate. Is real. Yeah, that's our recommendation. Freak. Freak the ghosts out so that they don't haunt you. I don't see why not. Do you think they'd be freaked out about Google? Like yeah. When you talk to Google? Oh, there are so many things. I think about this all the time. Like, if I was from a different time and I time traveled into the future, I'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but then okay. I find myself in my office at work, and I don't have Google, but I find myself <laughs> wanting to call why? out something when I need an answer. Oh, like, like the, Alexa no, like my, or Google. Yeah, yeah hey, Google. Because <laughs> I have Google here. You're just like, hey, like, Google. And then your boss is like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I think I'm done reading these. There's a lot. If you really want to. Thanks, Ellie. Thanks, Ellie. If you really want to know more, read all of it. You can find it on the internet. I will. I love the fact that you're like, these are the real rules. And I thought they were. I have oh, no. the real rules. Yeah, you did. You were like, oh, and there's this. And then, oh, yeah, I'm going to read the real rules that, like, I'm pretty sure Target didn't exist. Like, back in the day when somebody created these fucked up rules for Target. Jeez. Uh, okay. It is pretty entertaining. So if you want to read it, go for it. Okay. So I have. Um, this is actually from LinkedIn. Somebody, <laughs> somebody posted like, I don't know, like a blog post about on, like, the Ouija board on LinkedIn. I'm not even shitting you. So you can find this on LinkedIn. Someone, what a professional group. I think I want to stop this Somebody's person. just researching. She's a doctor. So oh. CEO, psychic reader. So she's, she's legit. She's a doctor of what? Well, she's. <laughs> A doctor. No, she's owner and CEO of Psychic Reader and something else. I can't see that, it. That's not... Okay, my paranormal experience with a Ouija board. Her name, while I'm here, is Dr. Nefer Capri. That's her name. That's her first name and last name? I don't fucking know. I don't know this person. I, I just found it. Woman. Because I see her picture. And I'm assuming pronouns. She doesn't have her pronouns on here. Anyways, so this is her paranormal experience with the Ouija board. I'm here to tell you that the Ouija board is real. The Ouija board is not a game. Originally, that may have been the intention, and I seriously doubt that given its invention during the age of American spiritualism, oh, I seriously doubt that given that it was invented during spiritualism, but with it being used so often in seances, it has become a tool, a tool that opens portals to, now I can think of portals, <laughs> that allows energy to move from one realm to the other. How do I spell portal? P-O-R-T-A-L. Portal. Okay, so there's absolutely no H in it. There's no hole. <laughs> it's not porthole. I'm not the first to correct me on that, which is so Oh, no. Part. <laughs> How often do you use portal? It's also used in computer terminology. Okay. And you've always said porthole? <laughs> I said porthole and my boss was like... It's not... You said it to your boss. Oh, no. <laughs> this is my... My, bo my other boss. Oh, Vaughn. Vaughn. How sweet, who precious Vaughn. He's like, like no, no. <laughs> and knows the difference. Like, you 
know, there's a lot of 70 year olds who are like, I don't know what the hell sure, you're talking Sure, whatever, about, but, yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Okay. Read on for my own personal experience with the Ouija board. I will add here that the Ouija board can be used. She has a lot of caps. Can be used. <laughs> Can, can be used as a valuable tool to contact spirits, but <laughs> <laughs> rules need to be followed and you have to go the extra mile to ensure that negative entities do not come through the Ouija board and trick you into believing they are something that they are not. Like, does this really happen to them? This is her story. Okay. This is her story. I was 14. Elvis had died two days before, and I was at my best friend's house. Jesus, she's older than I am. Yeah. Everyone was sad, even our parents. The king was dead, and that was a huge blow to a lot of people at the when time. When did Elvis die? You're looking up her age? No, I'm looking at when Elvis died. For you youngins, think of the grief surrounding the death of Michael Jackson times a million. I think I was six when Elvis Presley died. Yeah, and by then he was a fucking mess and a half. So he was died, Michael Jackson. I was six. I remember it. Because I remember having a crush on well, him. Well, she was 14, so yeah, she was older than you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, but ew, you had a crush on him? By the time he died, he was like this burnt out, like... Well... Gross. But that wasn't what I was seeing. I was drug. seeing drugged up I guy. I was seeing all of the movies he made. Yeah. Oh, um, that one where they're in Hawaii. That's like a great movie. I think that's the only Elvis movie I've seen, so I can't really say that. They used to have them, they used to play on the six channels that <laughs> I had growing up. <laughs> they had old Elvis movies on a lot. Yeah, I was just like, oh, yeah, I thought that was, he was very sweet. Aww. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. Let's continue. You put down your phone. My friend knew her mom had a Ouija board. My mom had warned me to stay away. She had her own experience with one, and it was not a good one. She wouldn't share it with me until I was well into my 20s, but that's a post for another time. So we got out the Ouija board and went into their screened screened-in porch. I love that. I love an enclosed porch. Okay. It was a hot August day. No breeze. What's no breeze whatsoever that's important for later on we start asking if anyone is there which is how you start every session we were kids we didn't know you were supposed to ask for protection first oops that was our mistake number two was it so was that me like a like the actual instructions <laughs> i read you basically the rules okay oh okay in case you didn't catch it, mistake number one was getting the Ouija board out in the first place. Wow, I was looking for the... Okay. After... <laughs> that was like literally the next, the next line. line. Yep, thanks, Mom. <laughs> After about a minute of asking and me telling my friend this is bullshit, the planchette moved to yes. We both looked at each other with that... Did you do that? Okay, Look on I our face. Question. Mother. Okay, what? I just have a question. Like, Tell me. So, I mean, to me, if the Ouija board is real, why do people need to be touching it? Because that's what it's... What's your question? <laughs> like, I that's just asked it's designed for. for. That is what it's designed it designed for. It's for a talking board. No, 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 no. That is the... That is the like selling the capitalist um like marketing thing is like we're marketing to couples so they can touch but the talking board was originally created so that people could have an easier way of communicating with the other side but it, why do they need to touch it because they're asking to be taken because you're like you're powering energy to the board but with your touch so you're so Powering they believe that, like, like, the more energy you have, it, like, the spirit can feed off of it because spirits only have so much energy that they can, like, push into our realm, say. Okay, 
After about a minute of asking and me telling my friend this is bullshit, the planship moved to yes. We both looked at each other with that, did you do that look on your face? We both simultaneously said, it wasn't me. Then the planship began to circle yes all on its own. So we asked who was there, spell out your name. The planship began to go to letters. I don't recall what they were because... When it reached the third or fourth letter, suddenly the door of the screened-in porch on a day without any breeze swung open by itself. That's all caps. And when I say swung open, it did so with such force that it slammed against the wall. We both screamed. The only way out was through the door since the porch had been added on to the side of their garage. We both ran out that door into the house and were screaming our heads off that there was a ghost in the porch. We did not return to the porch and all the following years I went over to my friend's house. We never went into the screened porch again, but wait, there's more. Mistake number three. I would not realize until years later when I was researching Ouija boards due to something a client of mine was experiencing after having used one. You are always to have the spirit say goodbye and you do not leave the board until the planchet moves across the word. This is what seals the spirit portal you create each time you use the Ouija board. We were kids. We didn't know any better. But that, my friends, was a huge freaking mistake. Number three. We had run into the house, left the board unattended, and never said goodbye. From that point forward, my friend, her parents, and her two brothers would often see a tall shadow person in their house. A week after that entity showed up, they found their dog dead in the backyard. No apparent cause, and he had been only around six or seven, so he was far from old. They would mainly see the entity sitting on my friend's bed. I saw it twice myself with my own eyes, once seated at the foot of her bed and once in their kitchen. That entity remained in their house until they moved. Once they moved, they never saw it again, but we would wonder about the family who moved in. Charts? Yeah, fuck you, and also, if it's a demon then it would follow you so it was probably a kind spirit yeah yeah so in summation are we doing this are we having a seance no i want to use a ouija board do you really yeah okay well we'll do it in your house no We'll do it down by the river. Down by the river? <laughs> we'll do it down by the river. And, um, yeah, I think that we should build it ourselves because that <laughs> Target lady <laughs> That Target lady said to just use a piece of cardboard and a glass. So um, I, I can't remember. I mean, I, I don't know if I've actually seen a Ouija board or if it's literally just been on shows, but is it like alphabetical order or is it in keyboard order? It's alphabetical order. Can we do ours in keyboard order? I mean, it it depends on, like, which spirits we're trying to communicate with because they're going to be like, what the fuck is this alphabet? Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, I think... Because it's like E is next to D and F, so they're going to know where to go. I think it has to be that way. Right. But it also, wouldn't it be more confusing as far as, like, people, like... So what I'm trying to say is that it may really prove some authenticity. 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 Mom's here. She's got it. She's got it. (laughs) To it being legit because we live in a society that we are used to keyboard. We are used to how the keyboard is set up and we are so used to our brains with our fingers, knowing where each one of the letters are. So it would be the opposite of authenticity because you're changing it to our time. So we would be quicker to force the planchet. Whereas when it's in alphabetical order, we're not as used to finding letters that way. And that would be more authentic. 
Correct. So what is your argument? My my point is, is that if you were actually being led by the, what is it, the plancha? It's a plancha. Being led by that, it's less likely that you... Plancha is a small board supported on caster, typically heart-shaped and fitted with a vertical pencil used for automatic writing and in seances. That's a plancha. That's weird. So it was legitimately com- designed, designed to... For science. For Science. 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 No, okay. So let me see if I can Yeah, you got it. Say this. Okay. okay. I was more saying it would be more authentic that it's going to the letters on its own because it's more of a hunt and peck for people who for us in this society that are so used to keyboards, how they're set up. <laughs> so if they're having a tougher time then they're not dictating. I think we're so used to, with our fingertips, knowing where the keys are, yeah. knowing where the So wouldn't she want are. it to be in yes, no, alpha- or alphabetical order? Because of it being in alphabetical order, I think there's less, I think it's, it's less likely in this day and age, with all of us being so used to having a keyboard setup, of being able to find those letters quickly, even though I know they are ABC, whatever, like yeah. that. I think because our brains are so focused in on, hey, if I want to type an A, it's with the, isn't it like with the pinky? You know what I mean? Yeah. So which one are you arguing for? We should set up, set it up keyboard style. No, I'm arguing. That's how you started the argument, okay. though. No, and then oh, okay. we started talking, started talking about it. No, I was like, it should be in keyboard form. I wasn't arguing for keyboard form. I was arguing what would it, what if we were to create our own Ouija board? It would be alphabetical order. But okay. I'm I'm agreeing with you in that if it's going fast in keyboard form, we know that somebody's probably pushing it. But if it's going slow in keyboard keyboard form that's the spirit really trying to figure out where it's going if it's an alphabetical order and going slow then that's probably us being like fuck where the fuck is this letter (laughs) when it's going fast then it's probably somebody that's like i know the alphabet a to z z to a i know it frontwards and backwards i don't know how to spell zoe zoe it's suzu Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> all right, so the moral of the story is Savannah would try the Ouija board because fuck it, she already has experiences. Okay, well, Mom? I will try the Ouija board, but not at my own house. Okay, so we'll go outside and Friday the 13th it. <laughs> okay, but like, I don't want it outside my house either. We'll go to the fucking river. Down by the river, we'll use the Ouija board. I think we call somebody we don't really care for no that's <laughs> such a good idea we contact we're like hey can we come over and use a ouija board thing we're we're taping you're out of town yeah you're out of town this week right we're gonna borrow your house you're excited that we want to do this for our podcast all right let's sign off okay i love you i love you too i think you're important i think you're great I think you make my life exponentially better. Thank you. And I appreciate you as a human. Awesome. You're my you're one of my favorite mistakes. <laughs> Fucking my mom hates to read. You heard it first. I am a mistake. <laughs> Love you all.